I'll never forget the first time I was out somewhere. It was after year one or two, maybe. It was probably year one. Uh, I was at a volleyball event. I was like an indoor tournament somewhere. And somebody was wearing one of our Smash shirts. Like the first time I saw someone other than myself or my friends, close friends wearing a Smash shirt. Like someone I, I, like I kind of, I think I recognized them from playing the tournament, but didn't know that person at all. And seeing them wearing your like logo, that was pretty cool. Like I, I, I'm not trying to sound egotistical, but it's like proud, like a, like a, a moment of wow, like we we're doing something right if someone's wanting to wear our shirt out in public. <laughs> welcome back. Or if this is your first time listening, welcome to the Grass Volleyball Podcast. I'm your host, Ned Batchison. And the whole idea behind the podcast is to hear from people that have done or are doing special things in the volleyball community, to hear a little bit about you know why they're doing what they're doing, how they're doing what they're doing, and just to hear their unique story. Now, a little bit about my background outside of what I do with the Grass Volleyball Podcast. I run a company here in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania called Pittsburgh Grass Volleyball, where we do grass volleyball leagues, tournaments, and pickup for adults of all skill levels. And in this episode, I'm talking to Brad Glauner, the founder and tournament director of the Susquehanna Smash, which is one of the largest grass doubles tournaments in the nation. And in the conversation, we talk a little bit about how he got into volleyball originally. We talk through his whole playing career, what motivated him to start the Smash, why he thinks it became as popular as it has, and what motivates him to keep going. So with that, let's jump into the conversation with Brad Glauner. Thanks for having some time to get together. Yeah, no problem, man. How are things going? Good, good. Uh, had a good Thanksgiving. How about you? Yeah. Um, well, you know, it was a weird, certainly a weird year. Um, yeah. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I have a lot of family that's like, you know, people that have compromised immune systems and, and things like that. So we, we honestly really didn't get together. I got, I, I just really really had dinner with my wife that was pretty much it so it was it was, it was a pretty lame thanksgiving for for me but <laughs> yeah at least at least you could you could be together with her that that's good that's true but you know there there will always be more so yeah yeah exactly yeah we just did the four of us my wife and two daughters and then uh we did a zoom call with my parents up in pa so that was quite kind of cool and talk oh. to other relatives over the phone so it was good at least that's got nice to talk and see some people so how you like in florida Love it. Yesterday, Black Friday, I was on the beach at St. Pete Beach. It was, it was like 84 degrees. It got a little burnt yesterday. So yeah, <laughs> I saw good. that picture. Yeah, I was. That, that's funny. You had a you had a really stressful Black Friday then, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Unlike a few years ago when I was I was actually working at Target and on Black Friday, that was. An oh wow, yeah, that would so. be uh, that'd be intense. Yeah, that was kind of crazy. So definitely a better uh, Black Friday down here. <laughs> yeah, totally. So what what prompted you to up and move to Florida? Like I know your your one daughter plays volleyball down there, right? Is that was that older one of daughter, the main factors? Yeah, my older daughter Maddie plays at Weber uh, International University, and it's kind of central Florida near Lake Wales, and kind of about hour south of uh, hour south of Orlando, an hour east of Tampa. And I had family that used to live in uh, the Tampa area. My aunt and uncle years ago, and used to visit and loved it down here. Just like Love the water, the bay, the the golf, and um, just you know, been born and raised in Lancaster County, forty 
40 plus years <laughs> and don't want to give my age away there, but no, but, uh, we just, just, uh, wanted a change of pace and scenery and, um, yeah, I mean, I, I love it down here. The weather's great. You know, I, I have a, a nice job and so yeah, things are going well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Rachel, my, my, my wife and I, we, we did a trip to Siesta Key maybe mm. two or three years ago. Yeah. Isn't it awesome? Yeah. It, it, it's amazing. I think, it, I think it's known or maybe that whole area is just known for its sunsets. Yep. yep. Is that a, is that a thing? Yeah. Yeah, on the golf, on the golf okay. side, since the the sun sets over the west, it sets over the water. So yeah, any any of the beaches along the golf side are beautiful. Yeah. Uh huh. Have you gotten to, to to do any of the sunset watching or anything uh, like that? Yeah, yeah, we did it in Clearwater a couple times, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's funny where we're at. We're just east of uh, Tampa, so I'm about 25 minutes outside of downtown Tampa. So I'm unfortunately I'm about an hour to every beach. I'm an hour to Siesta, hour to um, like Treasure Island, St. Pete Beach, Clearwater. So, but still not uh, better than when I was in Pennsylvania. I was about two and a half hours to the Jersey Shore. So, <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely closer. Do you, do you have a favorite beach by chance? Um, the one you go to? I, I don't. I don't know if I'd say favorite. I. I mean, Clearwater's <clears throat> the the sand in Clearwater is amazing. It's just it's very touristy and <clears throat> excuse me it gets really really busy at you know certain times of the year. Uh huh. Um, Siesta Key, obviously, again, one of the best beaches around. That's about an hour from us, but uh, yeah. I don't really have a favorite. I, Treasure Island is kind of a cool little town, so if you ever get a chance, it's right above St. Pete Beach. Mm-hmm. So cool. How did how did your one daughter or why did, why did she pick Weber? Was it because, like you said, you guys had family down there, and did no, that she, all play a factor? Or no? no, she was a uh, beach volleyball. It was all about beach volleyball. She had actually committed to um, her senior year in like the fall to uh, Jacksonville State, which is a Division One program in Alabama, Jacksonville, Alabama, about an hour east of uh, – or hour, I guess, west that would be of Atlanta, right in the other side of the border in Alabama. And uh, things looked good. She did her official visit, you know, flew down, and they paid for everything, and she met the team and – stayed overnight and had a good time and comes that was her fall of her senior year spring comes and one of the girls she had talked to from the team she stayed in contact with said hey the coach just got fired and we're not sure what's going to happen and she said a lot Mm -hmm. of the girls are transferring because they're not happy with the way the program was being run so my daughter's like dad I don't want to go there Mm -hmm. this is like April of her senior year so I'm like Mm -hmm. I'm like oh my god we got to start this whole search over so did you know got down to two schools and Weber Weber was able to give her some well, quite a bit of scholarship money so it just and it was a it's a pretty little school it's not big I mean her high school was bigger than her than her college is but it's uh it's a it's a right on a big lake and they have three nice sand courts so yeah mm-hmm. and she likes the school so now does she does she play indoor too there or she just plays sand no, she does indoor and sand they oh, uh, cool. want her to play indoor so she was she, this year she got to play outside hitter which her freshman year, she had to play, um, she, or her sophomore year, I guess she played middle. She didn't like that. You know, she didn't, when she played high school middle most of her career until her senior year, she moved outside. And then that's kind of where she, and she likes, she prefers playing on the beachy more than indoors. So mm-hmm. indoors is just <laughs> kind of one of those things that it kind of came along with the deal. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Now, isn't isn't the coach the current Weber coach? Wasn't she coaching in Pennsylvania for a couple of years recently? Yeah, most recently, yeah. Gretchen Hand. She. Uh, I think Do you have any Gretchen. relationship with her or, or before? I, I did not know her before. I know um, 
Craig Dietrich knew of her. I had not really knew her at all. And, um, you know, she, uh, you know, her and her husband, her husband coaches the men's team at Weber then. They have a men's team. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. Men's indoor, I'm guessing, not. Yeah. Not um, sand. Well, I, well, no, actually, they just added sand this year and they played their first sand season in the fall because, you know, their indoor season men's is in the spring. So they actually had a, a beach team for the men this year and now they didn't have like a conference per se so they ended up just going to a lot of like tournaments in the florida i think they went up to georgia once i think they might have went to alabama for a tournament mm -hmm. so yeah they basically played like men's uh tournament like adult tournaments you think we'll ever see a time where where grass volleyball is a <laughs> grass doubles is a is a collegiate sport mm. I, you would think it, it could be quicker than beach just because every pretty much every school in the country has grass you know right. I mean, you think it would be an easy thing to do but um yeah i, I just don't see unfortunately the popularity other than mm -hmm. the adults um like the tournaments I, I don't know if i i would see that in the college ranks hmm. well that's really cool that that you can play i guess i didn't even think about that because you can play indoor and then the outdoor season you know you can play sand now too so that's that's pretty cool. I didn't, I didn't think about it like that. I thought it was a one or the other kind of thing, but. Yeah. They, they, uh, I think the bigger debate, like, you know, Nebraska that has beach and indoor, I, I don't think they have too many, if any indoor girls playing on the beach team, maybe a few, mm -hmm. but yeah, like those programs, I don't think do it, but the smaller schools, yeah, it's definitely something that's capable. Mm -hmm. Cool. Good deal. Yeah, I hope I, I hope I can make it down to, to Florida once things get back to normal at some point. Make it down to Siesta Key or where else have we talked about going? We talked about going what what's the it's like at the tip of Florida. What is that popular? Key West? Yeah, yeah, Key yeah. West. You ever yeah. been there? That's one no, that's one place I've always wanted to go. I'm a big Jimmy Buffett fan and Margaritaville oh. is in Key West, obviously. And uh, Key West is known for its its bars. I mean, there's more bars per square mile than any other city <laughs> in the whole country. So, mm -hmm. yeah, but um, no, it's supposed to be real. And the sunsets there uh, over Mallory Square, they say, are amazing. And then I, I always wanted to drive there because they have the, <clears throat> excuse me, the seven mile bridge where it's basically seven miles of a bridge. Like, mm -hmm. it's pretty awesome. Like, the scenery, they said, it's cool. Yeah. Yeah, cool. Some, yeah, someday we'll, we'll make it there. But, um, Let's yeah, let's let's talk a little bit about your so yeah, one thing I didn't actually even even know much about. I you know, I kind of just have always known you as, as Brad, the guy that runs the Smash and <laughs> until I, you know, started to do a little research and prep for this conversation. So you've had a you've had a pretty special playing career yourself. Um, you know, being a being a state champion, you were in volleyball magazine as a Fab fifty, you were first team all state. You went to St. Francis, right? Mm -hmm. So yep, yep. I, I guess before we jump into all that, though, how how originally did you get into I, I guess there's always a couple questions I ask. It's, you know, do you have a specific story about how you got into volleyball in general? And then how did you get into grass volleyball specifically? Yeah, um, I was pretty fortunate at, um, well, my dad actually played on a men's adult team, like a US, USAV team. And when I was, I don't know, five or six, he started playing and I ended up you know going with my mom and would be the little kid that would run around the gym while my dad played and it was just one of those sports that I was around since I was little so as I got older um, I, I was very fortunate and I went to Hempfield High School and Hempfield 
gosh, I guess my, I didn't play my, in, in seventh grade, uh, my buddy, uh, Brad Miller, tried to get me to play so bad, and I just, no, no, I was still, I was a diehard basketball player. I played basketball all through, like, gosh, second, third grade, all the way through high school, and got, I got recruited by E-Town, actually, to play basketball at E-Town College, but I just, it wasn't my thing, but I, you know, I was okay, but, um, so eighth grade, I finally played, and they had a, it was kind of like a co-ed, uh, they would have like a, let's say, an intramural, like an intramural league with the, with the girls and the boys, and uh, then they actually started a, they had a boys team for seventh and eighth graders, so we played, I played on that eighth grade team, and we basically practiced like, I don't know, gosh, four or five days a week, almost the whole week, and then only I think we had one tournament that was the only because there was no volleyball in Lancaster County at the time and York County, Central York was like the powerhouse and they had a, a middle school tournament. So that was like our, our thing. We would practice all spring and then go and play in that one tournament. And then obviously then I got to high school, I played and it was weird because they had a freshman team and there was myself and like three other guys, well, probably four or five, but there was three myself and two or three really strong players that were ninth graders. They had older brothers or had you know, f friends that had played. So they, they had been around it. And we, we I'll never forget this is a quick story. Any of my older Hempfield friends listen to the laugh, but we actually scrimmage because the varsity, we practiced at the middle school because it was the only gym that, that had basically, that was nice enough that had more than one court. And we played practice at the middle school, the freshman team, and then the varsity, and they had a JV team. And <clears throat> we actually scrimmaged the varsity, like, middle of the, the season, and actually beat them in a scrimmage. <laughs> and, man, coach was not happy. Freshman beating the varsity, and they had to run. And it was just, it was just kind of a funny thing. But, I mean, I was pretty fortunate with uh, being in Hempfield. Uh, my sophomore year then, I moved to varsity, and there was, <clears throat> there was like, three or four sophomores at star three at least <clears throat> and um that was the first year it actually was a varsity sport in langster lebanon like the langster lebanon league that's our L, called the ll league was formed and uh <clears throat> it was the first year it was considered varsity it got a varsity letter and it was pretty cool and then um my senior year we actually lost in the state championship to north allegheny so okay yeah we lost to the finals in three uh what do we do well we do best of of three <clears throat> there was you know games to 15 the old school style and we lost two straight they were they were just they had so many weapons and they had so many players and you, you probably know or know of brian miller he's a, a legend out in pittsburgh he's his daughter now is uh like the star player on the girls team and i think he i think he coaches the boys team i'm not positive i know his wife is is the coach of the of the north allegheny girls team now and they've won Gosh, what four state champ, three or four state championships in a row now. <laughs> mm -hmm. So yeah, they're they're really good. Mm -hmm. So, but yeah, Brian Miller was like my arch like rival. Like him and I would always every time we'd play, we'd have really good matches. Yeah. Okay, so made it to the state championship. Okay, my bad. Yeah, no, that's okay. Yeah, I would yeah, lost in the finals uh, to to good North Allegheny team. Mm -hmm. Interesting. But, uh, yeah. And it, was, and it was funny. Hey, real yeah. quick, it was a funny story. That that was the first year, and I think the only year that the state championship it used it had been at like um, Shippensburg for years, and then after we played, they moved it to Penn State, which was you know that would be cool to play there. Mm -hmm. But the year we had it, it was at Robert Morris College in Pittsburgh. Oh, cool! Yeah, 
only year they ever had it there. And it was nice, but you know, it was just, you know, for us, it was like all the way out in Pittsburgh, but it was, mm-hmm. it was a, it was a good weekend. We, you know, we played really well and just couldn't beat North Allegheny. Yeah. <laughs> Man, yeah. Many, many people have said the same thing. Me, me <laughs> yeah, me included. Bethel Park was, I went to Bethel and, and okay. yeah, NA was yeah. all of, always one of our biggest rivals too. So yeah, they're good. I should have asked this originally or, or first maybe, but yeah, you're, you're originally from Lancaster, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Grew up there, born there. Mm-hmm. Um, now, how, how did you end up there specifically? Is that, that where all of your family is from? Is that where yeah. your yeah, parents, parents. parents are from? Yep. yep. You guys the been there family. a long time? Yeah, for years. Uh, my grandparents and everybody, yeah, born and raised Lancaster. So, um, which was good because Lancaster for, for boys volleyball was, was big. I mean, boy, it was funny. Cause like I was saying my sophomore year, it became a varsity sport. It was girls volleyball wasn't even in existence in, in, uh, Lancaster County until after boys started maybe two or three years after I graduated, I think they had a, a girls team. Finally, like we had a few girls, um, one girl in particular, she was pretty good from, she was from Ohio and moved to, to Hempfield and she actually was on the, on the team on the varsity team the one year she didn't play a lot but I mean she she, I think she played JV but she was good and you know we just didn't have a girls team so we were you know being a volleyball player a male volleyball player was I was pretty fortunate to be in in Lancaster when I was Mm -hmm. yeah so was now was grass volleyball popular back then when you were in in (laughs) high school at all were were people playing grass or no it's funny you say that they it actually was they had small tournaments uh when i was really getting like when i'm like talking soft freshman sophomore junior maybe they had like um small tournaments and uh it kept growing and then uh they had the bigger tournaments were at length at the lancaster host it's a, a resort i guess you'd say little like hotel and got, had a nice golf course. Well, on the backside of the golf course, they had this open field and they would have uh, tournaments there. And they, they got, you know, that's like, we, I, that's the first time I met like Adam Brocious, uh, Jerry uh, poor, um, some of the old school guys that, you know, are just, you know, were you know, everybody, you know, those, those big players back then, you know, so, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, I started playing doubles. Like we, I think I started my first tournament was like a men's B tournament. We won it. And then we moved to A. I, don't, I can't remember how we did, but then when I got into, I guess more into late high school, then um, we would travel. My parents, I, we grew up going to Ocean City, New Jersey, and then we started playing Jersey Shore tournaments. They had tournaments almost like every weekend. So that's when. Um, Jason Kepner, I don't know if you ever heard that name. He won the Pottstown Rumble with uh, one of my good high school buddies, Troy Miller, the one year. But Jason and I grew up playing them together all through like high school and then early into college. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jason's the head coach of College of Charleston. He coaches the women's volleyball. He's been the College of Charleston coach for gosh, almost 10 years now. And uh, yeah, so him and I grew up playing together and kind of, you know, we did grass and, you know, whatever, you know, whatever was the biggest. And, and obviously the Pottstown Rumble was the, I think, I think I played it the second year. I didn't, I missed the first year. I don't know if I knew about it. And I yeah, because the, the Rumble was 90, I think 91 was the first year. Yeah, and I was in college. I graduated high school in 91 from Hempfield and went to St. Francis. And um, in 90, I think 92, the summer of 92 was the first year I played the, played the rumble 
but yeah, I, I, I missed maybe five or six rumbles all the way up until, I don't know, until I hit about 40. Mm-hmm. So yeah, yeah, I would go, it was like a, it was like a, one of those events that, you know, you just didn't miss. Like it was, you right. saw everyone. So it was, that was kind of the, kind of the segue into why the smash was started was I wanted something like that where people would say, well, you know, if I'm only going to play one or two tournaments. I'm going to definitely have to play the rumble and the smash. And that's kind of, kind of the reason I started the smash and just wanted it at local, you know, closer to home. I mean, it was all, not since only an hour, but it was just the thought of having a big event like that. Cause it was one of those things where everyone would go and you'd see people that you'd only maybe see once or twice a year. You know, a lot yep. more people. And it was, it was fun. It was just one of those and the way they ran it. And I, I just, you know, I was like, this is a really cool event and love to do something like this. Yep. Yeah. I want to, I want to come back and want to touch on that more yeah, in, a, in a little bit. Mm-hmm. Trying to, trying to keep this uh, <laughs> yeah, sequen- sequential a little bit. No, no, all good. Um, so how did, how did you, why did you pick St. Francis or how did you end up at St. Francis? Um, <clears throat> volleyball scholarship. Um, yeah. I, and I actually had, I mean, were there other, other schools in the area in the mix or was yeah, it always St. Francis? No, I had no, gosh, no. It was like, that was the like, kind of a last minute almost because I had looked at Rutgers um, and it was Rutgers Newark and they were division one and they were pretty good back then. Um, and then uh, I looked at George Mason. That was the other, that was the one I was really kind of, uh, and it was funny because uh, Mark Pavlik, the coach for the men's volleyball team, when I, gosh, when he took over, I think my sophomore year in college. So he was the assistant for years, but he, he had seen me at a uh, York volleyball camp, a summer, you know, boys camp. I think yeah, it was before my sophomore year. And I'll never forget. He's like, Oh, you, Brad, you, uh, you're going to be a senior this year. Right. I said, no coach, I'm going to be a, a sophomore. <laughs> so <laughs> he's like, wow. So he kind of kept his eye on me for, for the next year or two and watched me in the state championship and everything. And he, he wanted, he, I don't say wanted me to come, but he invited me, but, um, no scholarship. And then it was going to be like, um, you know, he said, Brad, you're going to have to get you know, bigger and bulk up. And, and uh, he's just like, you know, it'll take probably a year or two uh, before you see court time, like, you know, playing time. And I'm just like, nah, I want to play. And uh, mm-hmm. I mean, I would love to go in there and play there, but I, I knew I wasn't tall enough or big enough. I mean, my, my whole game was I could jump. I could, you know, I could touch 11 feet, dunk a basketball, two hands. So, mm-hmm. you know, but those guys at that level, you know, when you're six foot, six foot one, if you, when you get tired, you don't jump, you know, you don't jump as high. When you're six, five, you still have a high reach and a, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? So it, it was, you know, the game was evolving at that point and uh, I wanted to play. So I actually, it was kind of a crazy story. I had enrolled at Penn State Berks campus in Reading and uh, picked my classes. It was like, you know, June, picked my classes. And then the St. Francis coach reached out and said, Hey, we really are you know, doing something special here. I have five other freshmen come coming in you would make a, a great addition to this and he, he told me some of the other players and I knew him. one was the uh my buddy Vince Lutter from Susquehannock uh high school which is in York County that's who we beat in the district championship actually and he was a good player I'm like okay he's good and there was two guys from uh New York from Albany and it's just funny how the world works is um the one of them the setter Dave Ford uh from Albany had actually they their club team had come down to uh, to Lancaster to play the one big tournament we had. The Lanc- I played for the Lancaster Volleyball Club. And, and see, another, I was really fortunate that my sophomore year, a gentleman by the name of Rick C, 
um, uh, Lancaster guy, he decided he wanted to start a, a boys volleyball club. And, and in Lancaster, there had never been a club, I mean, let alone high school volleyball. And then now we're going to have a club team. So he started a club team and it was basically all the best players in Lancaster. And we got some from up in Harrisburg and I think we had any from York because they had uh, they had a good program called first capital, but anyway, so we, uh, we started that club team. And then I, I think it was my senior year, Albany team came down and Dave Ford actually stayed at my house. Like we, we kind of like the, our team hosted, I guess you'd say their team and they stayed at different you know houses and Dave stayed at my house. And, and when you know it, that my St. Francis coach says, hey, yeah, this guy named Dave Ford, he's a really good setter. And I had played against him. He was good. And I'm like, well, yeah, he's good. And then one of their middles, who I had played against, uh, Dave Morales, and, and I'm like, holy moly, yeah, these guys are pretty good. So I decided literally <laughs> in middle of June, we, my mom and I went up and visited the school. It's a pretty school. It's, you know, in the middle of nowhere, but it's pretty. And it's, it was small. I mean, it was smaller than Hempfield, my, my class, you know, graduating class. But I liked it. And I thought, oh, I get to play. And he's like, yeah, you're going to play. Like you'll most, you know, you have to earn your spot, but you have a good shot. So when we, my freshman year, there was five freshmen that started and one senior. <laughs> so we <laughs> mm-hmm. weren't good. We were not good, unfortunately. And we were just, just inexperienced, you know, playing at that level. And, you know, we played a, a mixture of division one, two, and I mean, there really was only one division at that time. There was, it was just division one. Like mm-hmm. there was no, like there was schools like East Stroudsburg that are, you know, technically division of two team but they played a division one schedule. So like we played them, we played Princeton, you know, uh, I don't know my freshman year, we played Ohio state, but you know, we played you know, some big schools. And then our sophomore year, it was kind of cool. They, they started, that was when the EI, the EIVA, the Eastern Volleyball Intercollegiate Association or Scholastic, whatever you call it, um, started their two divisions. They had a, uh, the top division and the second division, we got moved up in the top division. It was like us, Penn State, Rutgers, Mason, Princeton, East Stroudsburg, Long Island, uh, LIU, uh, Southampton, and one out. Oh, and I think NYU, which is crazy. They're in a Division Three now, but they they were mm-hmm. in that division. Like they were in that NYU. Forgetting the school. I don't know if Concordia was in that, but anyway, so we were in that, and <clears throat> actually we were in this take it back. We were in the second division. So we weren't in with Penn state and them. And we actually were co-champs with LIU uh, Southampton that year. So, and then the next year, my junior years, that's when we moved up and into the top with Penn state Rutgers and, and everything. Mason. Mm-hmm. Who, who was the coach back then? Cause I think uh, Rombaugh didn't start till 98. Yeah, right. No, so that would have yeah. been after your time. Yeah. I had Gary Evangelisto. He was, uh, he had actually started the program like 10 years before and they had never had a winning season. They just, you know, they, they played the, you know, good schools and they, just, they were you know, a little tiny school that unfortunately just, you know, they were building the program and we got there and it was just like, you know, we, our freshman year we lost and we didn't win much. And then our sophomore year we were, co- I think we were, I forget our record. It, was, it wasn't great. It was over 500, but we, we were decent. We, we were co-champs of the, the second division with LIU Southampton. And then us and I think LIU Southampton moved up to, into the Penn State, you know, division. And then, uh, and then my senior year, we actually we had a great senior year. We started out sixteen and zero. We beat oh wow! Princeton. Yeah, we beat Princeton. We beat Lewis University, and it was the year. It was about two years before Lewis ended up going and winning the national championship. <clears throat> they were they were good. I mean, 
we split with them that year later we lost to them but they they were good um but we yeah we started out really strong um had a great i think we ended up 23 and 10 that year overall now you um i think up until 2010 you you held the uh, most service aces in a really in a in a season <laughs> or in a in your career i do believe I'm, i know i was up there i know in digs too before i think in 2008 i had a i, I forget i don't from i i got to be long story short i got to <clears throat> uh be, befriend um rummy you know coach mm-hmm. Drumball. And I still stay in contact with him and the program a little. Um, and he got me a, he sent me a program, like a, well, they had a really nice program and it had like career stats. And yeah, I was in the top like two or three in, in aces, like career wise. And I was at, the, at 2000, I think it was 2008, the yearbook. And I was still at that point, second in digs career wise. Oh, wow. Yeah. But now with liberos, I'm, I'm sure I'm waiting. But yeah, I, I had a decent, a decent career there. I mean, I played every, you know, started all four years and, it was good. It was a good, for me, it was a, it was a perfect fit. And yeah. the school, the school was good too, because academically I would have got lost in school. Mm-hmm. And I, I even struggled with freshman year a little, you know, adapting to the social side, you know, socializing and, mm. and studying side. So, but no, it worked out well. It really did. Yeah. From what I was reading. Yeah. You, at least until 2010. And then, and then this, this guy named Jordan Vari came along and just yeah. broke, broke every record forever, but. Yeah, yeah, he's good. <laughs> he, he actually uh, trained with the national team for a little. Yeah, Jordan, yeah. I, I've played against Jordan. He's, yeah. he's fantastic. Yep. Now you also had um, Jack Zebo, right? And I think he he was the career kills leader until Jordan came along too. Yeah. So. Yeah. Jack was like, it was perfect. We got Jack when he came. Uh, he's a year behind me, so our sophomore year, he came in. He's like six seven, tall, thin guy. And uh, he could hit a, D, a out of the back row in the D position, you know, back row ball. He probably was more effective hitting that than he was front row. Like he could just, no one could dig his, he hit just like a, a weird, I don't want to say flat, but it didn't, it just, it was one of those ones that it was like in practice, we can never, and when we played teams, I could never dig him like from the back row. Like hmm. He, he was, you know, that, that really kind of was like the last piece we needed because we had two good middles. Our setter was good. Vince and I on the outside. And then Jack on the opposite. And uh, yeah, we, we had a good, you know, good three-year run there. Mm-hmm. Is there a, in your playing career, is there a specific like memory or win or, or team and, and any, you know, anything that, that stands out to you in terms of, I mean, certainly the, I'm sure the state finals was memorable. Oh, yeah. yeah. High school that was um, definitely. Um, it's funny, real quick story in the, the high school scene, the final match, uh, you know, my, I don't know, my, it wasn't my parents, somebody else videotaped it. And I had probably my career hit in, at least indoors at that, at that point. Um, I, I played middle all through high school. So like, you know, for me, little six foot, six, one guy playing middle, but I was quick and I could jump. And uh, we set a, a one ball that this, our setter jumped and the, the middle jumped with the setter. So he was on his way down and I was on my way up and it was a perfect, I mean, the ball was like on top of the net and I, literally hit it probably on the eight foot line and it bounced <laughs> 20 feet and you can see it in the video and like and afterwards I come down and I do this crazy like dance I was like not dance but I was just like so pumped you know what I mean like uh-huh. like my body was like I was doing convulsions or something I was like it was funny and I always showed I would always show my players when I started coaching at Warwick High School I would show the, some of the boys that like that said you you 
I don't think you're that good. You know, they always you know how kids are. And I would show them, they're like, wow, coach. I'm like, yeah, I, I could play back in the day. So, Is that video uh, around? I want to see that. Uh, no, it's like on a VHS somewhere. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah well, but, uh, I have it somewhere, but yeah, it was just one of those ones where like, yeah, holy moly. Like I could, you know, I could prove to people like, yeah, the, the young kids like, yeah, yeah, Brad, coach Brad could play. So are you surprised that, um, that serving like that you held that record or like, would you describe serving as like one of the best parts of your game? Yeah. To me, uh, serving was, I could, I could, could, could get up and, and hit a jump serve pretty hard and, and fairly accurate. I mean, I missed my plenty over the years for sure, but no, that was one thing in like even through college, like I could, I could go back and, and really bang it pretty hard. And, um, obviously nowadays it's a whole different game. I mean, those guys just are incredible the way they hit serves now, but um, back then, you know, and, and back in college when we played, it was a, it was a, the, the era of two man service Eve. So it was Vince and I doing service Eve. And once in a while we'd pull somebody in, like a, if they had a good jump server, we'd pull a third person in to, to help pass. But, you know, so when you're serving against two guys, I mean, yeah, there's other guys that can pass there, there, but I mean, no, that was just kind of the, that was the norm. Like that was what the national team was doing with Karch and Bob Servertlick. And, uh, you know, that's, that's what everyone, all, all the men's team did. You had two man service Eve. So mm-hmm. you couldn't do that now where the guys, the way they serve the ball. So, mm-hmm. but um, that was kind of the norm back then. So, yeah, I mean, you could really, if you could place, place it hard in the spots, you could, and you, you know, back then you couldn't uh, use your hands, you know, to receive. Mm-hmm. So every, everything had to be your platform. So, you know, I, myself and like when I, when I was telling you about Jason Kepner, he could, he was a phenomenal. I mean, Mark Pavlik said he's still one of the best passers he's ever coached ever. So, I mean, it was just, you know, back then that's what you did. You practiced your forearm, you know, and, and, you know, balls would be served super high and you'd have to re- almost like reach back to get it. Mm-hmm. So you, that's kind of how you got used to, to doing it. Hmm. Yeah. You're, I, I don't know. I, like I, I, I'd have to do more research, but I think you're probably, you're probably still second in, in aces at St. Francis. So at least I guess back in 2010 that, you know, Jordan went to Jordan went to number one there, but yeah, mm-hmm. you're probably still, still up there. So we'll have to, we'll have to do some research and lean <laughs> on that, but yeah, it's pretty cool. It is anyways, cool. but um, yeah, let's talk, let's, let's get into the smash a little bit. Yeah, so definitely. now the smash is a for-profit entity an LLC. It was founded mm-hmm. in 2008. So like you were saying, you know, the rumble was already going on for 10 or 15 years at that point, I think. Um, I think Chris at ECV was, he, he started mid nineties oh, too, right? Prior. Yeah. He actually might've been late eighties actually. Oh, maybe he he might've been before the rumble. Well, let me think about that. Yeah. Now, you know what he probably, actually, that's funny because I remember playing though when I was, yeah, he probably started right after the rumble, okay. right around the rumble. But yeah, I mean, I remember playing his tournaments all the time too. I mean, that was, you know, that was a, you know, not every weekend, but you know, at least one or two a month. So, um, going down to like my like, I remember playing at Montgomery Community College I think it was and yeah all over horse obviously Horsham that was this big one mm-hmm. so and Sports Fest I remember Sports Fest was a big one up in Allentown yeah and then and then the crush I think the crush started the same year that you started actually you know, the cr- you know, it, funny story that, wrong <clears throat> that's okay no your crush started one year before us okay and uh it was uh John Emmel and he was one that uh kind of helped us get started and then uh 
we kind of went different directions with kind of the way we were doing stuff and what he wanted to do. But yeah, he, uh, they were the year before us and then we started the, the next year. Yep. Yeah. And you touched on it a little bit, but maybe you, you can, you can get into more depth. What, so what, what exactly like, you know, the, the rumble was already going on. Chris was running tournaments. John was running tournaments. So what, what inspired you? Was it just, you wanted to do your own thing or you wanted to do your own thing, you know, in Lancaster or what, yeah. what was the motivating factor there? Well, it was kind of funny because I had for at least 10 years been just kind of poking at Chris and at Ken about, hey, let's, let's, if I run a tournament, you know, whatever it was called, I didn't even have a name back then. I said, well, what if I ran a big tournament? Obviously, it wasn't going to be as big as the Rumble, but that we could do a triple crown because the Rumble was always in, in June. Chris had the big sports fest one, his big one in July. And I said, what if I rent, run a third one in August? So we could call it like the triple crown. And I would like, oh yeah, maybe. And it just never kind of, you know, and I never followed through on my end either. So it was kind of, and then um, one of my buddies, his name is Kevin Shat. Unfortunately, he had passed away now last year. He was my, he was my best man in um, uh, my wedding. And he, he uh, was not a volleyball player. He was a soccer and, and basketball guy. And, but, friends since like second third grade and he uh he's like stop talking about it let's just do it i'll help you i'm like really like i had no one i just think i needed that little push and he's like yeah let's do it so we're like okay so we we started thinking of a name and we didn't want to we didn't want to tie it to a sit like you know Pottstown is Pottstown. we were worried that if you know if we got bigger or depending on if we had to move the tournament we didn't want to have it say lancaster if we're not in lancaster you know what i mean so we were we were we were thinking of names and we said, what about like Susquehanna? I mean, that's kind of, you know, the river that divides Lancaster and York County and, and the whole area is called the Susquehanna Valley. It's like news channel eight is like Susquehanna Valley, you know? So like we, we okay. And then we, we tried to think of names and we just, we came with the smash and we liked it. And uh, we had a logo. God, if I could find and show you, show you a picture of the original logo. Oh God, it was so bad. I mean, so bad. <laughs> and I'm like, Kevin's like, it's fine. I'm like, no, this is first impression. We can't use this. This is terrible. <laughs> and uh, we, I, we spent like we were, and you know, at the time, I think we each put like, I literally, I think we start, we started, we got a, a, a friend of ours was an attorney and we got a LLC. He made us an LLC. And uh, I think we each put like a hundred bucks, you know, we paid the attorney and we put like a hundred bucks in the account. And so when we got this logo done, it was like $150. We're like, oh my God, this is like, we're spending too much money. You know, mm -hmm. that's, how, that's how it started. And we got the logo and um, we started looking for a, a place to have it. You know, we, we had been doing that for a little while, you know, and that, this is in, gosh, this would have probably been the summer of 2008. And then we decided, um, you know, we we're going to do it obviously not that year, next year. And we had plenty of time to promote it. And we found a, a, a field it was in Lidditz. It was, uh, and I, it was kind of nice. I lived in Lidditz and I coached uh, Warwick High School in Lidditz. So one of the players that I had coached, his dad was the was the town uh, the Lidditz um, town supervisor. Like he ran like this. He was the supervisor. So of all like the parks and rec and everything. So I met we met with him at this one. Field. They had given us a couple of fields and we looked at them and the one we didn't think was big enough was linear park. And it was, it just didn't look like when you drive up, it's, it's not real wide and it's doesn't look that big, but when you get actually get out of the car and walk it, we're like, this is pretty darn big. And it goes all the way back around. You can't even see it from the road. It kind of bends around a little. 
this could work. This definitely could work. And he's just like, yeah, we could, we can work with you guys. And we, they wanted us to come up with a plan, like, you know, for parking and everything. And Mm -hmm. we did, we got in contact with the church. That's right. Like the church kind of shares on the other side of the park. You can walk down from it and they have a parking lot. So we kind of worked with them. Um, You know, we got, I don't know if we donated money to them, but we were able to use their parking lot on Saturday, but then Sunday they had, church service so we couldn't use it till after a certain time so people had to park in the whole neighbor the neighborhood you know because <laughs> it's in the middle of the neighborhood have you had have you ever been to that park i didn't know if you played that event i when don't we were think there. so that's not the one that's right near lancaster Inn and suites no no that okay so so lanier park was we held this match there for the first six years so every year was there for for the first six years and uh our first year so basically what happened then was that was oh eight so in 09, I, you know, I started playing doubles. Like every, I went to every single tournament in basically the whole <laughs> mid-Atlantic area. If there was a good grass tournament that I knew there was going to be a decent amount of teams there, I was there playing. And uh, <clears throat> every time when I wasn't playing, I would walk around, <clears throat> excuse me, and I would literally, I had created, I mean, they were so cheesy. If you, I don't think I have any more, but they were like the cheesy little, like, postcard flyers mm-hmm. that had like our the logo and i don't even know if we had the dates yet i can't remember i knew it was going to be august like the first like early august we might have had the date but anyway i literally would go around to every single person at that tournament and hand them a flyer and talk about hey did you we're having this big tournament next year and and I, you know you know people start calling me mr smash because like <laughs> that's all I talked about. Like I go to every single tournament and of course I went to the rumble and ECB tournaments Yeah, and, uh, you know, promoted it. And then, you know, our first year we were pretty fortunate. We had, I think we had 55 nets our first year. Wow. We had 200 and just under 300 teams, like 275, I think was our, our number. That's how, that's yeah, a lot so of nets we, for, for year one. So for, yeah. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> but I, I promoted it like crazy and, and that it was funny because my wife had gotten on Facebook uh, at the end of like in November, I think of 08. And I made fun of her. It's just, you know, <laughs> I'm like, what's Facebook? You know, this is, you know, back before the whole world, you know, knew Facebook, you know, it was kind of, it was growing, it was big, but it wasn't huge. Like now, obviously. And uh, I was making fun of her about being on there. I said, who wants to show pictures of each other? And, and next thing you know, I'm, Kevin and I were talking and we're like, you should kind of create a, a, one of those Facebook page things with about the smash. Mm-hmm. yeah that's a good idea and this is before they had like a business pages they were all personal so like when you created an account it said first name last name so i'm like well first name susquehanna last name smash <laughs> and, that, and, that, and that's how it started and uh so like my facebook page for the first five or oh my gosh, probably six seven years my facebook page for me personally it was susquehanna smash that was mm-hmm. my page <laughs> i didn't do a lot of um family stuff on there i did some but not not a ton i mean and uh, I would literally post volleyball videos and, and uh, or, or pictures and, and stuff, even before we had the smash of just, just different volleyball, you know, and, and talk about, you know, people. And, and then I just decided, you know, yeah, this is this. And, and we did that. And the other big thing we did was um, constant contact. We did, we got emails. Mm. I worked with, uh, I don't know if you know, um, Tim, Tim Hess from, he used to be part of uh, King of the Grass tournaments down in Maryland, down in Bel Air. Sounds familiar. Yeah, Tim ran a whole bunch of tournaments, him and uh, Frank Memo. And um, Tim was nice enough to, to give us his email list. Um, 
back in the day. And, you know, that's kind of unheard of. And he was a good guy. And so that really helped us, you know, start at least with the Maryland and Virginia and, and uh, you know, those, you know, down, down that area. And then we just, you know, we would, I actually would go to indoor junior tournaments um, and uh, get, uh, get a boot, like pay to have a booth there and, and get, and have like we'd have i don't know if we had t-shirts back then but we'd have like our logo and try to get people to sign up to be on our email list mm-hmm. and, and we did and that's we kind of grew it you know basically grassroots i mean it was definitely word of mouth social media constant contact and just you know get you know hitting the streets so if you were to boil it down to like one sentence in terms of why it was really just you wanted to to have your own tournament just in in your own hometown area is that yeah i wanted players in our area yeah it's 100 percent accurate okay. <clears throat> you know i love the rumble i mean i wanted to base it off the rumble and i told ken this many times that you know i i enjoyed the rumble so much i'm like gosh we could have something like that obviously not as big but you know i'd love to be it that big but you know and um do it here in lancaster for all my friends and and you know, people that I know that you know, live in the area and obviously from all over then. And yeah, that's kind of how it started. Mm-hmm. And it, it, am I, am I correct in saying that it's the, is it the second largest on the East coast? Yeah. I, and actually it, it's funny because the other year, you know, before COVID um, we, we were doing some research and we, we, as far as we know, unless and might be wrong, but we think we're the third largest uh, in the whole country. Oh, because, third. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Our our uh, two years ago, we had nine hundred and forty teams. Wow. Yeah. So we're just under a thousand. Obviously, the Rumble and Wapaka Boat Ride are the two big ones, but everyone thinks, "Oh, the Motherlode." Well, we did. Re- the Motherlode had kind of dropped off. It was actually down to like six hundred and fifty. I think not this year, but last year, I think they were up to seven fifty or eight hundred, maybe. I think they were still. We were still ahead of them, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, uh, the, and, and that's the one I know, Leon, the one that uh, fell who runs that or used to run that. And, um, uh, you know, that was a great tournament and we worked with him a little, we tried to get people from the smash, like they would get a free entry into the mother load, but we just couldn't get, we had a few, we had a few teams, um, go out there and play. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah. And, you know, like seaside, the big seaside beach tournament in Oregon, that's a big one, but that's a beach tournament. So like, right. as far as we know, like, I don't think the clash, the big tournament in South Carolina is as big as us either. I think they have like six or 700 teams. Do you think it's a coincidence that basically two of the largest grass tournaments, I guess now, you know, from what you're saying in the whole nation are in Pennsylvania, is that a coincidence or is there more? I just think there's so many players in this, in the mid Atlantic area, you know, not just Pennsylvania, but you got Maryland, Virginia, you know, even New York, a lot of people play, you know, <clears throat> play grass and uh, <clears throat> excuse me, was my mm-hmm. voice. but yeah, I, I definitely think there's just so many players and, and there is a lot that go to the beach still, you know, we sometimes, you know, there's some good players that we wish would come to our event, but they play beach and that's fine. You know, I don't mind that, but um, I just think the, the, the number of, of, players in our area and they, they 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 grew up playing grass you know because of the rumble and ecb and stuff and then now the smash so mm-hmm. um you know and, and we we run we try to run things right you know we make errors and we don't do everything perfect but you know we you know we know what a good tournament's like because we you know we've been to some but now you know we want to make sure ours is run where people are like yeah i want to come back this was fun i'm seeing my friends people i might only see a few times a year so mm-hmm. i i still think yeah Talk, talking about the triple crown concept that you brought up i i had talked to ken about something similar i still feel like um 
that that like the rumble and smash like if you guys could all get together and you know maybe make it like an impromptu league basically where you know whatever whatever points or places you accrue at the five biggest tournaments you know maybe all of you guys put together a, a certain amount of money to attract players i always thought that that something like that would be i mean that would be maybe the closest to a professional grass league that that could be done mm-hmm. at the moment right i don't know <clears throat> yeah Crazy i mean idea. no no i mean that's kind of what i had thought for years and years and it just it's just hard to get everyone on the same page you know everyone has busy lives and um it's just one of those things where it's, you know, it's a commitment to, 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 to do that. And, you know, and I think the, with the AVP America, uh, you know, we're, we're hoping you know, with the points and everything, you know, that could maybe be something. And uh, it's kind of, it was kind of neat to see the, I watched the grass, you know, nationals down in South Carolina and, you know, there's some guys, you know, obviously from that played in our tournament that did real well there. And then I was, I was actually at the beach national tournament here and it was in Clearwater. I actually played men's double mm-hmm. a and, uh, and then watched the finals the next day on Sunday, went back and watched, you know, and uh, it, yeah, I mean, volleyball is definitely, I mean, it's growing like leaps and bounds, you know, and it's neat to see the men's side to catch up to the women. I mean, the women's like in beach, like that right now, this weekend, today and tomorrow, um, the beach national junior national championships going on down in clear uh, Clearwater. I might actually go over and watch some local people from back in Pennsylvania that I know that their daughters are playing and I might go watch tomorrow. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. I did see that on, on Facebook recently. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, you know, volleyball is definitely, and you know, we, the smash is, you know, we're not huge. We we're you know, we're not going to be, I don't think we're ever going to be bigger than, Oh, I know we're probably never, but it's fine. Like I, 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 I just wanted something that people like to come to in Lancaster, um, you know, and, and, you know, when we moved over, I mean, when we were at Lanier, you know how nice the grass was at um, PA Classics, mm-hmm. like where you've been. When we were at Lanier, it's maybe not as nice as PA Classics, but it was the, at that point, the nicest grass that everyone had played on. Everyone's like, this grass is amazing. And it was, <laughs> they kept it nice. And then we went to, to PA Classics, the soccer park there. And people were like, this is the best grass ever. And I'm like, hey, we've been pretty fortunate. So. So that's all just a coincidence. You're not, you're not, you're not going to water the grass yourself every, no, every week. No. no, but boy, at <laughs> PA Classics, they do water it and they keep it. I mean, they have a guy that's all his whole job is, is making sure the fields are perfect. And, oh, really? That, yeah, yeah that makes that's sense. His whole time. I mean, so he does, nice. he coaches one of the soccer teams or a couple of the teams, I think too, but his, his main job is uh, making sure he's making sure that the fields are perfect. That makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so if I, if I told you back in 2008 that you were going to have the, the third, largest grass tournament in the nation what what would you have said back then would you have just laughed or yeah i would have like, laughed yeah, maybe said, yeah yeah so if we get lucky maybe but no i mean we but that was never the goal you, you never thought i'm gonna have the second largest oh. tournament in the nation no i never i wanted to i wanted to have a good quality tournament that people liked and do things maybe a little different than you know we always try to come up with something a little different i mean you know they, they always have so and I'll, I'll tell you um when ken's uh son seth uh, kind of got into the mix with the rumble you know, I don't know if he was the, the leading thing, but boy, they really upped their game and did some really cool things. And, and then, and then, which was cool. Cause then we started thinking, well, we got, we need to do some fun things too. And, you know, and, you know, we did like a photo booth the one year we, I think we, we did that, you know, that before they did, it was just like, you know, not mm-hmm. a competition, but you know, you always want to be creative and, and have fun things and new things for the, for the players. Now, I mean, things cost money though. So you can't, you can't go crazy, you know? Mm-hmm. So, you know, we are a for profit but we, we feel like we you know give that was the one thing I really stressed the first year is 
um, when, when Kevin, my partner, is just like, you know, at the time, he was just like, we don't need to do all this. He's like, we're, we're going to spend too much. And I said, well, listen, it's the first impression. I said, if we come out and make an amazing first impression and people leave and be like, wow, that was their first year. That was a great tournament. I really you know, got great prizes and this and that. So, you know, we've learned, we've done some bad, you know, we've kind of went a little cheap a few years and some things and kind of learned from it. It's like, it, it, it pays to, to put the money in because it, it returns more in the long run. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, we've learned over the years and made mistakes and we've made plenty of mistakes. I'm you not know, saying we're perfect, but you know, we, we want to make it where it's like people enjoy it and, and have a good time and, and think of it as, Oh, I can't wait for the smash next year. Yep. Can, can you put your finger on, on how or why it became so big? Like I know, I mean, all, all of the, it just sounds like all of the, the work you put in to go to the different tournaments and all the word of mouth that you, you know, you did, but is there any, you know, can you put your finger on how it became the third largest in the, you know, likely in the nation? Are you able to, to pinpoint that or is that I, still? Yeah. I mean, I, I think, like I said, it's a combination of things, um, doing it the right way. You know, we make sure people are, are happy and I mean, you know, you're not gonna make everyone happy. I, and I'm the, I'm a people pleaser. I like to make sure people are happy and having a good time. So for me, like when I see like, you know, someone not having a good time or give us a bad review, I mean, it happens. Um, I kind of take it personally though, like that I need to make sure that we're, you know, doing what we need to do to make it right. So, um, I think a lot of people appreciate that. And, and with Craig, um, coming, you know, Kev, basically, so what happened was Kevin, um, after year two decided it was just too much for him. He was raising, um, he had a little, uh, girl and had just had a, a little son, a little boy, and it was just too much for him, um, <clears throat> doing everything, you know, with the tournament. So I basically bought his share back and, uh, Craig wanted to buy in. So, um, he's a part owner, I'm majority and he's part owner. Uh, but I mean, Craig and, and, and uh, his wife, Becky, were, you know, had been a big, you know, big factor on helping the smash kind of grow to this, to where we're at as well. I mean, without those two and, and the uh, people that, that Craig knew through volleyball, Craig obviously played for years. It was funny because Craig, Craig's about 10 years younger than he's 10, exactly about 10 years younger than me. And his older brother, Jeff Dietrich is my age. Well, Jeff and I had played together for, for year against, well, he played with me in the Lancaster Volleyball Club and then we played against each other in doubles and then we played one whole summer together and then he kind of went into the army and, and so forth. But so I think it was Jeff actually said, you should play with Craig, my younger brother. Craig was 19, I was 29. And uh, I said, like, okay. And so we played the Rumble together and we did pretty well. I think we got to the second round of the playoffs and, you know, he's young, you know, a lot younger than I was. And, uh, but we had a good time and, you know, that's kind of, when our friendship started and um, when Kevin decided to get out, it was kind of funny though. It was like a lot of my, my good friends were just like, Brad, I, I, you know, I hope you do well, but I don't, I don't, you know, and after the first year, I think it, it kind of opened everyone's eyes. Like, wow, this was a lot bigger and better than we expected. You know what I mean? I think mm-hmm. I surprised a lot of people that, you know, but I had, I had been to so many tournaments. I'd seen how the rumble did things. I saw how ECV did. I saw how uh, John did the crush that first year and, um, I thought, all right, I, I know enough that I think I can do this and, you know, and, and yeah, we were fortunate it worked out and mm-hmm. I, it's funny cause the, I used to stress the first guy, the first five, six years, I was stressed so much about what's the weather forecast and we're going to have good weather. It's going to rain. Like I, and I've gotten to the point now, obviously it's like, you, you can't control it. And I finally, I finally don't stress. I mean, I stress a little about it, but not, not like I used to. I, I mean, I would not sleep leading up to the, 
to the tournament. I mean, I'll never forget the first couple of years that the nights before the tournament, I, I literally was, I couldn't fall asleep because my mind was running of all the things I had to do, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, and you know, we tried to do, do it well and do it right. So it gives a good impression. So, but yeah, oh yeah, it's been, it's been a good ride. I can't, can't complain. I'm so glad, you know, we're where we are and, and things have gone, you know, so well. Yeah. What, what are the, do you have any specific growth plans or is it just, you know, because it's, it, it, I guess it's grown way much more than and way much more quickly, I guess, too, than, than you maybe thought do you, do you still like, you know, try to forecast or set goals or are you just at a point where. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we've gotten so big where like when we moved to Lanier or to from Lanier to like, when we were at Lanier, we were, we were getting concerned. Like we had grown up to the max. I think we had 76 courts in that, in that, that uh, field in that park. And uh, we're like, dude, I, we maybe could have fit maybe five more. And that's if we were super creative and we're like, okay, if we, it was a kind of a turning point and the township kind of came to us and they were a little concerned and parking was, it was a major issue. Parking is always an issue. I mean, Ken, Ken and uh, Chris can vow to that, especially Ken, I mean, with, with their location and, and just, you know, managing that. And that was a big issue for us. And <clears throat> we decided that, well, either we're going to cap it and stay here. And this is how many teams you know we can take and how many courts and so forth, or we can look and see if we can. So we had looked at PA classics earlier and they were just so expensive. They, you know, and, and they still are, uh, it's pricey, but it's a great place. So we talked to the guy we kind of worked out a deal. And, um, and the first year was, it was uh, actually, it was funny that first year at Lanier or at, um, sorry, PA classics, we, that, that tournament ran smoother than any other smash ever, hmm. like ever. And I'm like, is it, are we just more on point? <laughs> it was just one of those things like a hey, weather was perfect, obviously. And it was just one of those things. And that was funny. Cause that was the year, uh, Eric Zahn and, uh, Chris Vaughn won. So it was just mm-hmm. like, you know, what, what a, what a, a good year that, that the whole year was, that's, but you know, but then we, you know, we got there and now, now they got to the point where they run a, a soccer tournament the same day as a smash they did last year oh. you know, and it's the benefit like uh the food banks of the Lancaster county and stuff and it's a good cause and stuff but it's just you know and then they wanted us to rent uh, a bus and have parking shutter shuttle people in so yeah so we, we have to we have some decisions to you know going forward too and you know what we, we want to do because it's a lot of work, you know, and, and we're not, we're a little different than the, the rumble in regards to, they have a huge, um, uh, committee, uh, committee and staff members where we're more, and most of them are, they're all volunteer. Most of them are, we are volunteer too. And we pay some of our, our people that we have worked with us for years, but, um, we're not as big as them in regards to our committee. I think we have like, I think we have five or six, five, I think officially on our committee and they have, gosh, I think they have like 30. So, or, or mm-hmm. a lot, a lot, a lot more than we do. So, you know, you know, it's, uh, it's, uh, you know, the next couple of years we'll see, but I mean, we, we like it to keep growing, but you know, it's, you know, managing it in the costs. There's you know, a lot of costs when, when we're at PA classics and um, depending on what happens with them and, and what they want. So, cause they, you know, they, they own the field. So we, we rent them and it, it's a pretty penny. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but but you know, yeah, we'll we'll find, we'll always find a way. That's what 
Craig and I is like, you know, like this year was kind of a crazy year and, and uh, they were PA classics just didn't, didn't have the room for us and, and the time really for us this year with everything. And so we went to Lidditz this year and it was a different park. We had never been in Lidditz and uh, work with the old supervisor that we know and uh, um, worked out well. I mean, we can only do 250 players. So we figured out about 30 nets per day and, uh, we kind of moved some stuff around to accommodate and it, it, you know, worked pretty well. So we were, we were, we were happy. I mean, I, I, it's not a normal, we don't want that every year cause mm-hmm. you know, one of our regular big tournament, but kind of opened our eyes to some ideas and some things. So we'll, we'll kind of see what, what this winter brings and we'll definitely be back for 2021 and hopefully bigger and better than ever. Now you said that, that PA classics wants you to move your date. Is that what you were saying? Possibly? No. No, this year they just they couldn't fit us in with everything, uh, you know, because of the COVID thing. And they started that was when they, when they had just started some practices when they let up a little, so um, with the COVID restrictions. So um, yeah, it just didn't work out for us to be there this year because of COVID. So, mm-hmm. do you think we're at a point where because I mean most of the big tournaments, like you know, you guys are the rumble, the field space is maxed out. So really, the only variable is additional dates. Do you think we're going to get to a point where it's just the rumble is just like a week long tournament and other tournaments are, you know, three, four, five days. Cause that, I mean, yeah. that's really the only way you can continue to, to grow. Right. Yeah. I mean, I mean, if you look at like the boat ride, they, they start their tournament on, I don't know if they play on Thursday. I can't, I know they play Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I think they do Thursday. They do Thursday, Friday. They might. Yeah. And uh, you know, when the rumble went to like, doing juniors and stuff on Friday. We're like, wow, that's a, that's a good idea. You know, and then the mat and the masters, cause I played the masters division 40 mm-hmm. and over when that came that first year, first few years. And it was just like, well, this is, you know, and then they started, then they did the, they did their juniors. They did like a clinic with, they had Misty May the one year on the, on the Thursday, like before, you know, or maybe that was Friday, but either way, like, yeah, they're, there's, they're growing it, like making them longer events. So I don't know. I don't know if that's something we'll do. I don't, I mean, it's a lot of work. So (laughs) three days right now is, you know, it's obviously a lot more than three days, but three days of actual playing. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah. Just a, just a thought that came to mind. I know we're at time and I want to be cognizant of all the time we have scheduled. I just have a couple, a couple other thoughts or questions. Yeah, no problem. Um, What, what motivates you to, to keep doing it every year, keep growing? I enjoy seeing like, especially since I, I coach, I was a boys Warwick JV coach for gosh, six years, I think. And then I moved over to the Warwick girls JV and then went to varsity and did that for five years. So I coached them gosh, 12 years, 12, 13 years there at Warwick. So I, and coach club. So I did, you know, I did club and, um, you know, so seeing all the kids, like, you know, I saw some of them, you know, since they were like 10 or 11 years old. Now they're my daughter, my daughter's age 21 and see them playing still you know, and coming and, Hey coach, you know, and then just and seeing friends, you know, people that, you know, that are either my age or younger that I just, I've known for years and years and, and them coming to the tournament and having a good time. Uh, it's just, it's, it's a fun weekend. It's just one of those things where, you know, Craig and I and the whole staff and my wife and everyone, we just, you know, we just have a good time with, you know, the event where, you know, we want people to have a good time and we're always, you know, there to to try to make things better because you know there's hiccups that happen each you know tournament each year so um, no mm-hmm. I it just it's one of those things where I want people to say oh, I can't wait to play this match next year mm-hmm. I love this match you know it, that that to me you know and what's really cool 
I'll never forget the first time I was out somewhere. It was after year one or two, maybe. It was probably year one. Uh, I was at a volleyball event. I was like an indoor tournament somewhere, and somebody was wearing one of our Smash shirts. Like the first time I saw someone other than myself or my friends, you know, my <laughs> close friends wearing a Smash shirt. Like someone I, I, like I kind of, I think I recognized them from playing the tournament, but didn't know that person at all. And seeing them wearing your like logo, that was pretty cool. Like I, I, I'm not trying to sound egotistical, but it's like proud, like a, like a, a moment of wow, like we, we're doing something right if someone's. <laughs> wanting to wear our shirt out in public, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I was like, huh, all right, we must be doing something right. Cause people like our, our stuff. So that was kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. And we're never, we're never, I'll tell, say this, we'll never have the, the cool stuff like EC, ECB. I mean, they get some really cool stuff and Chris has been really, I mean, I, I don't know if you're old enough to remember and he's brought it back a few times. The, 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 the skulls, the, uh, the skeletons, the VB bones, I think it was called VB yep. bones were the coolest shirts back in the day they were everyone you know back around here loved those so yeah ecv's always done really cool i'll give them a lot of props for all the cool stuff they've done with their logos and, and stuff yeah i want to i want to have chris on the on the podcast at some point yeah they, they they're really doing something with with creativity and in, in their mm-hmm. their merch for sure yeah they, they do a great job we just don't have the time for that unfortunately but oh yeah uh, yeah, we try to get a cool design each year and hope people like it. And we've added stuff over the years, like the tank tops and, and the, the tri-blend stuff. And, yeah. yeah. Speaking of, uh, of your logo and, and shirts, I'm sure you remember, remember this, but I remember sitting down watching the AVP one day and, you know, Zahn is on there and, and, and I think maybe he was on center court too at that time. You know, and I, I start to recognize, I was like, what is that on his shirt? That looks like the Smash logo. And, it, you know, obviously it ends up being the Smash logo. I'm sure, I'm sure you remember. Yeah, that was, that was really cool. I mean, he, I had saw him at the, at the Rumble that year. He, he obviously couldn't play the Smash because he was playing AVP, but he played the Rumble, which I, I understand. And we were talking and I said, hey, would you be ever, I mean, I gave it to him. I said, would you be able to, or willing to wear this at some point if you're, you know, you know, an AVP event? He's like, yeah, of course. So I had met when he, when he, that, that was in San Francisco that year. I think it was 2017 was when he was rookie of the year and he made it to the semis. And I, <clears throat> the night before I messaged him on Facebook and I said, Hey, any chance? Yeah, he's absolutely, I'll wear it. <laughs> and unfortunately he lost that game and they, him and his head played pretty bad that game. And it was just like, yeah, he changed it. And I'm like, yeah, I understand. But no, it was cool. It was awesome. Like we got pictures. Like I, it was on, I think I was watching it online. I got some pictures, you know, from the computer and, um, but yeah, I mean, that was cool. You know, yeah. I, we're excited about the smash. I mean, if it keeps growing, it's, it's great, but if we can keep running it and people keep coming back, that's, that's our main goal. Yeah. You, you talked about this before too, and this is maybe my, my last thought or question, but, uh, you alluded to this already a little bit, but, um, maybe specific to grass volleyball. Do you see a momentum shift happening for grass volleyball, or maybe you were just referencing volleyball in general? Um, kind of in general, but I do see, <clears throat> I think the, some of the, like, um, and I talked to him at the, at the beach nationals was, um, Eric, uh, I never say his last name, Baranek, the one that oh, lost yeah. uh-huh. in the finals, um, to, uh, to Dentler and, <clears throat> uh, Vaughn or Dentler and, um, that was a heck, heck of a match. Amazing match. And I, I, he was at beach nationals. They won it. They actually beat, uh, Dentler and, and Chris Vaughn in the semis and then beat, I forget who they beat in the finals. Anyway, so I was talking to him about the Rumble. Uh, obviously, I said, hey, I run the – I talked about the Smash. And he's just like – he's like, I love the grass. He's just like – now, he's a smaller – he's not a 
he's like my height, six foot, and he's you know a good defender, and he plays with a big usually like he was playing with a seven foot guy at the beach, uh, Andy Benish, and um, but he goes, I love the beat or the grass. He goes, I like like the big court. I like bomb and serves. <laughs> he's like, it's just a it's a different game. He's just like I I would. He goes, if there's big tournaments, I will play him. He's just like, keep me. I got his email and stuff, and so we'll see. Maybe he'll come out, but he's just like. I, He's like, it's just such a different game than beach. And I said, yeah, especially now. I mean, you know, back in the day, grass and beach were the same. I mean, it was just different surface, same, you know, d- dimensions of the court. Everything was the same. I mean, now that I, I get it, sand's different. But, I mean, now it's a completely different game in regards to, you know, the, we had the big court, you know. And you don't see the big bomb servers on, on the beach like you do on the grass. I mean, you just there's, it's just easier on the grass. You know, they hit those mm-hmm. big serves. So, um, I don't know. It's a good question about grass. I mean, what ninety some percent of the country is grass. I mean, there's <laughs> only so many beaches around, obviously. But um, I think it's a it's a good combination of both. Like to me, if you're a young player, you need to play doubles, whether it's grass, beach, whatever you can get on and play. To me, that's if you want to be a good player all around, then you got to play doubles. Well, I think it, I think it's a big thing too that the AVP is starting to um acknowledge grass right mm-hmm. doing, yep. doing doing what they're doing with with you know sponsoring tournaments and, and all that so i think i think that probably plays a, a big factor too for the momentum but yeah i would agree i mean it, the the grass national like i watched a lot of it online it, it looked like a great and from all the people i talked to that it was a really well-run tournament and you know it's kind of nice to see grass finally getting some respect like we don't you know never would always get that it was always the the beach, you know, it's uh, grass is kind of, you know, secondary. So it was kind of neat to see how well it was run and and how much, um, you know, promotion it got and and, and good reception. Totally. Well, I know we're, we're uh, significantly over time at this point, Brad. So I just want to say thanks again for, for having some time to get together. We'll definitely have to do this again. I I have an idea too, in the future of like, you know, after the rumble doing a rumble recap or after the smash doing a smash recap. So maybe we can, we oh. can get that going in the future after, after the yeah. tournament happens. You know, the other cool thing, just to throwing it out there. I mean, yeah. uh, it'd be cool to do a little round, uh, round table with like, like, like Ken and Chris and I and whoever else like, you know, that's involved. Um, that'd be kind of cool too. Cause they, we, we, there's some crazy stories. I know we could all <laughs> could rehash and tell, I'm sure. Yeah. No, that's exactly my plan. I wanted to kind of have individual conversations with with mm-hmm. each of you first, and then at some point, um, yeah, bring the bring the group together. So, yeah, definitely, definitely, will keep that one in my in my back pocket, Brad, for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we, it's cool because like we're even though we compete somewhat, I mean, we're competing tournaments. We all we all still talk and get along, and and you know, you know, talk about different things that can help each other. So it's kind of cool that way. Oh yeah. I mean, we're all, we're all up, up a large family, right. But we all, yeah. you know, just like a family, everybody can, you know, everybody competes with each other to, to be the best. Right. So, <laughs> exactly. Yep. But, sure. um, but yeah, thanks again. Um, if, if people want to learn more about people are listening and not familiar with the smash, what, what do you recommend that they do? Uh, definitely join our Facebook page, uh, Susquehanna smash. Uh, obviously you can check on our, our website, Susquehanna uh, we have an Instagram, but again, that's the one thing we're not maybe as strong at, but Facebook and our, our website usually Facebook probably the most. Cause, um, we update that a little more often. Um, cause we're on an annual event. So, you know, 
takes a little time to, to organize and get everything ready for the next year. So, uh, but Facebook's probably the best way. Mm-hmm. Cool. Okay. Alrighty. Awesome, Brad. Thanks again for your time. I, I no sincerely problem. appreciate it, man. Thanks, Ned. I appreciate the time and what you're doing is really cool and I appreciate it. Cool. Awesome. We'll, uh, we'll have to do this again soon. Sounds good, buddy. You have a good day. Okay. Thanks, Brad. All you right. Too. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye.